and welcome to the Ask the Author podcast, a weekly podcast where you get to ask me, the author, anything to do with writing and publishing. My name is Jodie Gibson and I'm a writer, fiction author and writing mentor. I know what it's like starting out in the writing world, having so many questions and not knowing where to start. So now, as a published author, both traditionally and indie, I'm here to share my knowledge to help you on the way to accomplishing your writing goals. Hello and welcome to Ask the Author. It's Wednesday, October the 18th, 2023, while I'm recording this, and it's been a pretty hectic week. Not necessarily writing-wise, but life-wise. My daughter has just finished high school, which is year 12 here in Australia, so we've had assemblies and graduation ceremonies, dinners, plus she's now preparing for exams, so it's been pretty full on. In between all of that, I've been continuing to work on the outline for my next novel, which I'm starting in NaNoWriMo in a couple of weeks' time. And speaking of NaNoWriMo, if you are listening to this in October and you're thinking of doing NaNo, please make sure you listen to last week's episode or episode number 25, where I give you my top three tips to make it a success. I've had loads of feedback from that episodes, so I think it's a great one to listen to if you are doing NaNoWriMo. Okay, now on to this week's question. This week's question comes from a listener who wants to know more about using beta readers. Uh, So they're early readers of your manuscript that you can get to have a read through Um, of your novel and give you some feedback. So this is what Carolyn asks. Hi Jodie, thank you so much for your wonderful podcast. I love that you cover a range of topics and there's always something to learn. I was wondering if you could share your experience using beta readers. I'm almost through the third draft of my novel and I was wondering if I should have some beta readers take a look at it before I get a manuscript assessment or should I wait until I've had that done? thanking you in advance. Great question, Carolyn. Okay, so let's start with, for those who aren't sure, what is a beta reader? As I said, in simplest terms, a beta reader is someone you get to read through your manuscript when it's in draft form and give you feedback on the story. How and when you use beta readers is really up to you, but I'll give you some guidelines as to what works for me. Firstly, you'll want to make sure you are using the right beta readers. So you want someone who reads in the genre that you're writing in, someone who reads a lot, so is very prolific in their reading, and someone you can trust that will give you balanced feedback. Getting your mom or your best friend may not be the best idea as they'll either be overly generous and tell you how wonderful it is and that nothing needs changing Or on the other hand, they might be super critical. So it's important to choose your beta readers wisely. A great beta reader could be perhaps another writer that you know, perhaps someone in your writing group or another author, or perhaps a friend who you've formed a friendship with 
over Instagram or social media who you know is a big reader and who you know reads enough to be able to give you a balanced feedback on the novel. If you have a newsletter, which of course all authors should have a newsletter, then you could also reach out to some of your newsletter subscribers or even, as I said, social media followers to see if anyone would be interested in reading your manuscript and giving you feedback. Again, just make sure that they A, read in your genre and B, read a lot. And of course, have the time to commit to reading your manuscript and giving you feedback in a timely fashion. You don't want to hand your manuscript out there to someone who's going to take six months to read it. So essentially, you want to know that they understand what makes a book work. And really, at the end of the day, that's what you want to know. Does your story work? So that's what a beta reader is going to help you with. And that brings me to my next point. What to ask of your beta readers. I always give my readers a series of questions or guidelines because simply asking for general feedback can be messy. You'll get a whole range of feedback, which might be difficult to pinpoint what's useful and what's not. So I usually ask my beta readers some questions and that could be things like, did you find the opening scene makes you want to read on? Did you like or resonate with any of the characters and which characters in particular? Was there anything you didn't like about the characters? Did the story make sense to you as a whole? Were there any points where you're confused or unsure what was happening? Or were there any points where you felt bored or felt that you could easily put the book down? What did you think about the ending? Was it satisfying? Did it fit the story? Were you compelled to read on at any point or all points, hopefully, of the novel? And so forth. So just quite specific questions about things that you would like to know and how they're enjoying the experience of reading your book. You can also make some of the questions more specific to your plot or characters. I'd be careful, though, not to bombard them with too many questions and, yeah, as I said, make them specific enough. I also like to give the questions to my beta readers after they've finished reading so you're not leading them to think one way or another throughout the story. They're essentially reading with fresh eyes and then answering the questions. I do ask them, though, to make general notes as they're reading so they can remember bits and pieces. So when should you use a beta reader? As I said, it can be a very personal decision when to use a beta reader. I like to bring in my readers later in the process, so after the manuscript has undergone the structural edit, but before the copy edit. If you're unsure about what these two edits mean, I'd suggest going back and listening to question number nine, where I talk about the editing process. So the reason I like to get my readers in after the structural edit is because the story evolves and changes during that big edit. And I always have a professional editor who guides me through that process and can give me professional feedback on the structure of the novel, what's working, what's not working, and how we can bring it together. 
After that structural edit is complete, I know from a professional standpoint that the structure is sound, which is so important. So the feedback I'm then seeking from my beta readers are any little things that still aren't right, things that I might have skipped over or missed, things that in the end the readers will pick up and cause them to maybe not enjoy the read or pull them out of the story because you definitely don't want that. So that's the way in which I use my beta readers. The feeling I have of bringing the beta reader in too early is that it can throw you off course. If you're bringing them in really early in the process of writing, say in the first, after the first, second draft, you can become confused because at that point you might not even be clear what your story is about. You're still learning the story yourself and you're still honing that structure and that plot. So I think bringing a beta reader in too early can throw you off course. So it's it's a really fine line. I think it's important to know the story yourself and then seek advice from a professional editor before you seek advice from readers. One more thing to note is how to use the feedback that you receive from your beta readers. I'd suggest using two or three readers. I think that's probably more than enough because the more readers you have, the more opinions you'll get. And two or three, even four, I think is a great number. So when you receive the feedback, read it through carefully and objectively. The key here is to take note of what feedback is common from all of your readers. This shows you that there are particular issues that they're picking up on, that they're all picking up on. And it might be the fact that, you know, they're commenting on the ending being rushed or that they're losing focus in the middle at some point. Or, of course, they might be telling you how wonderful the characters are. So well done. So that common feedback is really the feedback that you want to work on. So that's really great if there is common feedback, good or bad. But in the end, take it all with a grain of salt and aim to work on what is common and any other little bits and pieces that you might have missed as well. Taking on feedback isn't easy and you always need to remember that it's someone's personal opinion. So that's why it's important if everyone has a similar feedback or that that common feedback is there, that is something that probably does need addressing. If you'd like to know more about this week's topic, you can check out my blog at www.jfgibson.com.au or if you have a question about writing or publishing that you'd like answered on the podcast, please reach out and get in touch. The easiest way to find me is to Google Jodie Gibson Author where you'll find my website and socials. I look forward to hearing from you soon. So there you have it, Carolyn. I hope that helps you in choosing your beta readers and helping you to know when to bring them into your story and how to use their feedback. I really enjoy the process of having those readers come in. I find it a great way to fine-tune little things in the manuscript and really polish it up before that copy editing process. So hopefully that will work for you too. All right, guys, that's all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much, as usual, for listening to me, for having me in your ears. And, of course, if you have a question, reach out to me on social media at JF Gibson Writer on Facebook or Instagram 
or just Google Jodie Gibson author and you will find me somewhere. Until next time, happy writing. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe and give me a shout out on your socials. Also, I'd love it if you could leave a review to help the podcast be seen and so other writers can benefit from it too. You are also most welcome to support the podcast simply by buying me a coffee on ko-fi.com. That's K-O-F-I.com. Or just head over to my website, www.jfgibson.com.au and go to the podcast page and you can leave a one-off donation. Your support helps me with the production, editing and hosting costs of the podcast and you'll also get a special shout out on the next episode. You can subscribe to my monthly newsletter at my website as well or reach out to me on my Instagram or Facebook at jfgibsonwriter. Until next time, happy writing.